Hariyom. Welcome to the Chinmaya Vrindavan podcast. Today's topic will be the Mandukya Upanishad chanted by Swamiji. So with the ninth Kariga, Todavada Acharya concludes the analysis on the six mantras of the Mandukya Upanishad. And in these mantras, three padas of the Chadushpada Atma was revealed. Sura Sukshma Karana Atma. Jagra Sopna Susukti. And each one is nothing but the consciousness principle associated with Nama Rupa. Stula Nama Rupa, waking Sukshma Nama Rupa, Supra, Karana Nama Rupa, <coughs> deep sleep state. Each one is subdivided into two, the lower and the known. Thus three pairs of lower and known constitute the three padas. Now we have to enter into the fourth pada, which is called Turiya. First we see the Upanishad mantra and therefore thereafter Godavacharya will analyze the mantra. Therefore now we have seventh mantra of the Upanishad. We saw Atnanta Pratnam, Navesh Pratnam, Nohayata Pratnam. This seventh mantra defines the Turiya Atma. And this knowledge alone is capable of liberating a person from samsara. By knowing the first three padas, no liberation because we already know all the three padas. We get reintroduced. But we will not become wiser <laughs> by knowing the three padas. Therefore, the liberating knowledge is the knowledge of the Turiya. And that is mentioned in this mantra. And therefore, this mantra is considered to be the most significant mantra of the entire Mandukya Upanishad. 
not only in this Upanishad, but in the entire Upanishadic literature. <laughs> this mantra is considered to be extremely significant. Sankaracharya often quotes this. And Kaudavada Acharya writes more than 200 verses to bring out the significance of this mantra. Now this mantra is Turiya Lakshanam. The mantra does not use the word Turiyam, but the mantra uses the word Chaturtham. Chaturtham and Turiyam both are one and the same. Regarding this Turiya Atma, there is a popular misconception. First we shall remove the misconception and then will come to the right thought. Now what is that? We define the Prathamapada as the one which is the waker associated with Jagrat Avastha, waking state. Second Pada we defined as associated with a dream state of experience and then we said that the third Pada third pada is associated with deep sleep state. From this we find one common feature. Each pada is associated with each state of experience. Therefore, fourth pada, the natural conclusion is that the fourth pada is associated with the fourth state of experience. And keeping this conclusion, many people invented a fourth state of experience. And not only they have invented a fourth state, but have given a name also, which is called Turiya Avastha. Having invented Turiya Avastha, each pada is named as Prathama Avastha, Jagrat Avastha, Sopana Avastha, Sushupti Avastha. And now the Sopana Avastha and Sushupti Avastha both. So Jagrat Avastha, Sopana Avastha, Sushupti Avastha. And now Turiya Avastha. Once this misconception has come, then the conclusion is that this Turiya Pada will be available only in Turiya Avastha. If you want to know Turiyam, you have to go to Turiya Avastha. Therefore, their conclusion is that at all time of Vedantic studies, we will never know the fourth Pada, because you are in Prathama Pada always, waking state only. So, if you, as long as you are in waking state, you will not know the Turiya Pada, Turiya Avastha. So, Jagrat Avastha, you will not know Turiya Avastha. <laughs> so, if you want to know the fourth Pada, then you will have to work for the fourth state of experience or Turiya Avastha. Later they call it as Samadhi Avastha. Only in Samadhi Avastha you will come to know Turiya Avastha. We have to drop this misconception in the beginning itself because Mandukya throughout insists that Turiyam is not an avastha. <clears throat> it talked about Jagratavastha. It used the word Jagaritiyasthanam. Jagaritasthanam. Soto Sopnasthanam. Susuptisthanam. Means avastha. But Upanishad never used the word Turiyasthanam. Tanaha means state of experience. There is no Turiya Avastha. 
never said that. So, Chaturtham Manyante, the last line, Chaturtham Manyante, he said. So, what is the Upanishad going to say about Turiyam? Turiyam is different from the first three Padas, Vishadaiti Satpratya. At the same time, Turiya is in and through Vishyataichasa and Pratnya. It is not away from the three, but it is different from the three. It is in and through all the three. That means, wherever Vishwa is, the Turiya is available. Vishwa means waker. And wherever the Taijasa is, Turiya is available. Wherever Pratnya is, Turiya is available. So it is inherent, inherent and concurrent in all the three. Turiya coexist with Vishwataijasa Pratnya. All the three may be coming and going, but Turiya remains in and through all the three. It is available in all the three states of experiences. To understand this, we can take an example of gold bangle, gold chain, gold ring. When the bangle is there, there is no chain or ring. But the bangle is melted and with that gold is made the chain or bangle. When the gold is melted, the bangle, chain or ring disappears. So, now where is gold? Gold is identical with bangle, chain and ring. Gold cannot be equated with bangle or chain or ring. They come and go. Gold is different from bangle, chain or ring. But the gold is in and through all the three. Now your intellect appreciates the gold part in all the three. <coughs> it filters the name and form and understands only the gold part. The fourth entity is called gold means not a separate avastha or entity. What is common? I am the waker. I am dreamer. I am sleeper. This I am is common in all which is Shuddha Chaitanyam. This is going to be the development of thought in this mantra. I am common in all, waking, dream and deep sleep. Seventh mantra is divided into three portions. First portion is that the Turiyam is Pramatraya, Pramatraya, Vetirikta. Pramatra means knower. Pramata. So, three knowers, waker, dreamer, deep sleeper. So, I am different from the three Pramatas. Waker, Pramata, Pramata means knower. So, waker, knower, waker, knower, dream, knower, deep sleep, there is nothing to know, but ignorance is no, absence of, absence of experience is known. So, in deep sleep, there is nothing to experience, there is also known, isn't it? Now, that's why, sukham absorption, the kinji davetitam, I didn't know anything, I slept very well. So this statement you can make after waking up. Second portion is that the Turiyam is Pramayatraya Vedirikta. 
स्त्री नोवर वर्ल्ड मेकिंग ड्रीम डीपली थर्ड पोर्शन इज एकात्म प्रत्यय सारम अपू दिस एंड even though it is different from all it is in and through all the three that is the point the seventh mantra is making traya vilakshanam traya adhisthanam transcendental and immanent if one knows this turiyam in this way he is from he is free now not there after some time or after death no now let us take up this each word and try to see the meaning hmm? first we take up the word na behish pratyam this word behish pratyam have already come in the third mantra behish pratyah means the waker the jagrat prabata the knower obtaining in the waking state literally it means that the one who has turned outward now the upanishad says turiyam is not the waker i behish pratyam pramata number 1 the prathama pada now the upanishad says na anta pratyam this word has come in the fourth mantra also the word antapratnya means the dreamer i <coughs> part of second pada the one who is turned inward antapratnya <coughs> because during dream we are looking within our own mind so na antapratnya turiyam न बहिष्प्रज्ञान ज्ञान you are in a peculiar state that time you are awake but not awake sometimes it happens when you drive you know the time sleep comes <laughs> that is a peculiar state can happen early morning also between getting up and waking up उभय it is not even a knower of all now knower of all here means or waker dreamer deep sleeper or upayata pratyam also fourth one so it is a knower means a relative i now turiyam is not waking knower dream knower deep sleeper knower or knower in between in fact it is not a knower of all <laughs> it's not a knower at all 
that means it must be a piece of stone because the stone is only one which is not lower jadavastu inert thing so if it is not a lower then what is the <laughs> you think it is jada inert no therefore the verse is na apratyam it is not a inert principle it is consciousness without being an over therefore all forms of pramata overship are negated 12 chapter also bhagwan चिंत्योयम क्षण it is an object of experience it is aprameyam and to reveal this fact that turiyam is not prameyam it is not an object of any instrument of knowledge what is first is pramadatrayam then prameyatrayam sarva pramana agocharam अचिंत्यूटस्थमचलूटस्थमचलूटी so what are they the upanishad says adrishtam adrishtam it is not an object of the eyes the eyes represent all the five organs of perception therefore adrishtam means pancha indriya agocharam not accessible to any sense organ or pratyaksha pramana agocharam प्रत्यक्ष अनुमान उपमान अर्थावती उपलब्धि शाब्दम सो दीज आर द सिक्स प्रमाणास सो इट इज बियॉन्ड ऑल प्रमाण नाउ इफ वन सेस आई सो ब्रह्मन मींस ही एक्सपीरियंस सम ऑब्जेक्ट कॉल्ड ब्रह्मन बट नॉट द अल्टीमेट रियलिटी agrahyam not grasped by the karmendriyas so pancha jnanendriya pancha karmendriya pancha pranaso pancha karmendriya akocharam you cannot touch turiyam so whatever bhagavat darshanam the devotee talks about we don't deny that it is possible but we only add a note that it is not the ultimate truth <clears throat> that's why in bhagavatam there is a famous story that um, the kardava prajapati his own son was bhagwan himself kapila kapila muni was lord vishnu himself part avatara but after he was born 
and then Kartava Prajavati goes and talk to his son. Please give me permission to leave. <laughs> now there is a big discussion on this that our um, commentators there gives a very beautiful discussion. See, whole life, what is the greatest uh, gift or the blessings that the Lord Himself has become your son. It's the greatest blessing. And instead of desiring to spend time with Him, this Rishi says, I want to leave. So it is very strange. Why can't he spend time with him and own, enjoy that, the presence of the Lord with him? Instead he says, I want to go. There are two things. One is, as long as he looks at his son as Lord, there is a dvaitam. See, I am different, he is different. That is why Dasharada suffered, because he always looked at son, Rama, as different from him. So therefore, there is always suffering for it. Whereas um, the Kausalya did not have that problem, not Kausalya, yeah, yeah Kausalya. Kausalya did not have that problem. She always knew Rama is Bhagavan, Vishnu. And that is what they prayed previous life, when they prayed, Bhagavan said, I will come to you as your son. So Dechrada, that time he was Manu. Manu said, I want to love you as my son. I don't want to love you as Lord. I want to enjoy that, the joy of loving you as son. But the Chaturupa said, no, no, no. I want to understand you as Lord Himself. So that's why she did not lose sight of it. But he lost. So here Kardava Prajavadi knew this. So he says, I want to leave you and meditate upon you and realize that you are me. <laughs> Only then the dukkha will go. Otherwise there will be always dukkha. Separation. So this is the point here. <clears throat> so all of our stories, though, even though stories are told, Advaita is given. So all the time. <laughs> so even Bhagavadam, the whole Bhagavadam, you look at its stories, are all such beautiful stories are there. But ultimately they tell you about Advaita Siddhanta. <laughs> Satyam Param Dhimahi. That is the first verse itself. We meditate upon that truth. So, alakshanam. Lakshanam, it means indicatory mark. An inferential clue is called lakshanam. Means that clue through which you can infer something. Something like from the smoke you know there is fire. Yatra yatra dhumaha tatra vanni. When you see the smoke, you infer there is fire. Lakshayadhiti lakshanam. Now the Upanishad says, Turiyam is alakshanam. Not have any inferential indication. In meditation, I hear some sound. Now they say sound is a lakshana that I have realized the Lord. And they give a name for that sound also. Anahat Shabda. Anahat sound. Anahat Shabdam. If you say then, the Upanishads say it is not Turiyam. <laughs> Don't be carried away by such ideas. Anahat sound. Hello. And some ringing bell ringing sound and all kinds of things, that taste. They are all in Yoga Shastra comes, taste comes like Amrutam. We are not denying that, it may be there. But that is not Turiyam, that is what we have to say. Vedanta says that is not Turiyam. It may be there, 
on the way, the meditation, the process, you know, as you grow higher, these experiences may give you some indication. But it is along the path, but it is not ultimate. So, the first two portions are called Nishetha Rupa Pramanam, means negation, and the third portion is called Vithi Rupa Pramanam, telling positively what is the real nature of Turiya. This is the tradition we follow. First is negation, then afterwards assertion. See, the negation is very good, but then what happens if you don't give the assertion, then you lost. You get lost totally. In order to assert what is necessary, you have to take the help of Shastra. Without the Shastra, you will not be able to give the Surupa Jnanam. The nature of Surupa, you can, you will have to borrow the words from Shastra. There is no other way. That's why our, uh, the J. Krishnamurti and all that, they are very good in negation part. So all his books, if you read, wonderful when it comes to negation and, and are very good analytical also. Wonderful teaching. But when it comes to assertion, he refused to give you any answer. What is the nature of that? After negating, then what? That part he doesn't give you and he says, go and find out. <laughs> now, you are already confused and then you find out what will be your finding. <laughs> Unless, unless you give. No, that is why, because you have to take Shastra there. Satyam, Jnana, Anandam, Brahma, etc. The words are to be used. So that he doesn't want to use because he doesn't want to use Shastra as Pramana. That non-acceptance of Shastra as Pramana is the problem there. So that is why he doesn't, he doesn't accept Guru, he doesn't accept Shastra. That is the problem. Anyway, achintyam means inconceivable. <coughs> so, namta pratyam, namahis pratyam, nohayata pratyam, na pratyanaganam, na pratyam, na pratyam, adrishtam, avyavaharyam, agrakyam, malakshanam. So, achintyam. Where is achintyam? Achintyam. Means inconceivable, unimaginable, incomprehensible. How can I think of Turiyam? If it is not available for sense perception or an object of organ of action, how can I? How am I to conceive of Brahman? Brahman is inconceivable. Now the problem is in meditation, I am supposed to think of an object of meditation, isn't it? Now Lord Krishna, Lord Shiva, I can think. But how am I to think or meditate on Brahman, which is achintyam anyway, <laughs> unthinkable, and which has no form. The answer is, there is no question of meditating upon Turiyam or conceive of Turiyam. Whatever you conceive of is not Turiyam. Nedam yadidamapasade, truth is not what you meditate upon. Tadeva brahmattam vidhi nedam yadidamapasade. Okay, no Upanishad is a statement. Understand that alone is Brahman, not what you are worshipping or conceived of. Then how to conceive? Don't conceive. <laughs> because Turiya is the very conceiver. He is the witness of all concepts. So, Achintyam.
ਸਿੰਘ ਸਮਰਥ ਰਾਮਦਾਸ ਹੈ think of that lord not becoming a thinker how is that possible you think of rama without becoming a thinker he says means don't think that's why ਰਮਣਵਾਰਸ਼ੀ ਆਲਸੋ ਸੇਸ ਨੋ ਹੀ ਵਾਂਟਸ ਟੂ ਸਤਿ ਸਤਪ੍ਰਤਿਯਾ ਕਿੰਨੂ ਵਿਹਾਇ ਸੰਤਮ ਏਸੇ ਚਿੰਤਾ ਰਹਿਤੋ ਹਿਰਦਾਕਿਹ ਕਥਮ ਸਮਰਾਮਸਤਮਮੇਯਮੇਕਮ ਤਸਿ ਸਤਿਤਤ੍ਰਿਥੈਵ ਨਿਸ਼ਟਾ ਤੁੰਜਯਮ ਮਤਿਭਾਇਤਾਨਾਂ ਅਹਮ ਅਦਿਰ ਮੋਬੈਦੀ ਪੂਰਵਮ ਸੋ ਕਥਮ ਸਮਰਾਮਹ ਹਾਉ ਕੈਨ ਆਈ ਥਿੰਕ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਆਈ ਕਾਂਟ ਥਿੰਕ ਆਫ ਯੂ ਵਿਦਾਊਟ ਵਾਟ ਯੂ ਬੀਇੰਗ देयर ਫਸਟ ਇਨ ਸੇਇੰਗ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਨਾਟ देयर ਹਾਉ ਆਈ ਵੁਡ ਥਿੰਕ ਇਟ ਵਾਸ ਅ ਬਿਊਟੀਫੁਲ ਪ੍ਰੇਅਰ ਕਥਮ ਸਮਰਾਮਹ avyavadeshyam if you cannot sensorily experience or mentally conceive how will you be able to verbally express avyavadeshyam upadesham is not possible avyavadesha description avyavadeshyam undescribable indescribable beyond verbal description that's why tusidaji in ramayana there is a beautiful expression there you see ramchandra ji and lakshmana both went to the garden to pick a flower for vishamitra and at that time sita ji and her sakis were there in the other side of the garden one sakhi the lost her way and she's happened to see bhagwan ramchandra and when she saw him the beauty of bhagwan was so much that she was totally paralyzed and then after that she wanted she ran and found out sita ji sita ji asked her what happened to you why are you looking like this then she says i want to explain to you but i am not capable why because the eyes that saw have no tongue to explain and the tongue that he has to explain has no eyes <laughs> what a beautiful way of saying you know it's tosida ji very simple way you see that wonderful teaching <laughs> so this is called avyavadeshya the tongue cannot explain the greatness of vedanta is that it is able to communicate that which is not communicatable because of this reason only it is called avyavaharyam beyond all transaction it is not a conventional thing all our transactions are always through jnanendriyam karmendriyam or through mind it does not fall under any of them it is beyond all transaction So therefore it doesn't fall under time and space consciousness does not fall within time and space because whatever fall within time and space is available for transaction and therefore avyavaharyam and therefore avyavadeshyam also avyavadeshyam in shabda pramana 
means one cannot communicate through words. It is not a pramayam. Second part is over. First part is turiyam is not a pramata. And second part is turiyam is not pramayam. Now the third part is most important. The Upanishad positively defines the nature of turiyam. Eka Atma Pratyaya Saram It is the pure consciousness It is to be traced through Saram Saram means to be recognized or traced means Pramanam through I experience which I experience all the time I am listening to the lecture. That is called Atma Pratyaha. Atma means I, Pratyaha means cognition <laughs> or experience. No, actually, cogn cognition is better. Therefore, Atma Pratyaha means I cognition. So, Atma Pratyaha means I thus. The Turiyam has to be traced through the I-cognition. What type of cognition? Eka, which is one continuous principle. Gita also Bhagavan said, Dehi no spinyada dehi kaumaram yavanam jara tatha dehantara prapti dehantramukhyade dehantramukhyade so, the Hinospin Yada Dehi Gaumaram Yavanam Prapti. So, in, in our body, Kaumaram Yavanam Jara, all these states are there youthhood, young, you know, the, the, what you call Kaumaram means childhood, actually, teenagers, Kaumaram. <coughs> and then youth, then afterwards, young age. Then afterwards, old age. All these are there, but I am there continuously in all the state. That's why we are able to look back and say, when I was a child, I did this. When I was young, I did this. Then now I am old like this. We are able to look back. This is because there is some entity in you who is continuous. <laughs> Otherwise it is not possible. So youthhood die, then become old age. Then what is that? Experience is gone. Then you don't, you are again completely new. No, it is not. So Abhyapadesha, that's why uh, in the Chakaracharya in the Vishadamurti also talks about it. Vyavrutta that which is continuously present in you, andaspurantam as shining light, what? I, 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 I. It is continuous. So that I, they call eka atma pratyaya saram. Therefore, Atma Pratyaya means I-cognition. Thus, the Turiyam has to be traced through I-cognition. What type of cognition? Ekaha means one continuous principle. An I which has been used by us during our childhood, youth and old age, I am that threat of continuous experience. What I experience may vary, but there is a changeless I in and through the changeless experiences. Now this I is to be recognized as my nature, Turiyam. This I have been, it's not something that is unfamiliar Vedanta talks about. Okay. Vedanta is not telling you something new. 
Ananda is telling you what you are experiencing which you have not realized. <laughs> that is all. This is called Eka Atma Pratyasaram. And by studying that I experience, we should understand what is Turiyam. Now we have to enter into the technical part. How am I to understand Turiyam through the I experience? What is common to this I experience? I am a conscious entity which is continuous. Now the problem is, even this I-consciousness experienced all the time, along with this I, I add attributes. Like saying, I was unhappy before and now I am happy. These attributes we add. We never use only I, I, I and all sit quiet. No. <laughs> I comes with a <laughs> package all the time. I was happy, now I am unhappy, or I was unhappy, now I am happy. Hmm. Now, this happiness and unhappiness is not continuously present. I, as a consciousness, as a continuous experience, but happy and unhappy situation come and go. And therefore, it cannot be by nature. The attributeless attributes like happiness and unhappiness keep changing, and what does not change is the one without attribute. The consciousness. I am a conscious being that does not change. Therefore, how am I to understand Turiyam? If you say I am something, then you minus that something. Then you are in Turiyam. I am a young man. Remove the young man and understand continuous consciousness. Part that is consciousness and understand that as Turiya. So that's why Ramana Maharshi always used to ask question. Whenever you go and ask him a question, who is asking this question? That was his Brahmastra. Who am I? If you drop the attribute part, you are neither a waker nor dreamer or deep sleeper, but Shuddha Chaitanya. Therefore, the Upanishad says, Eka Atma Pratyasaram. When I look at the bangle, I see the gold and forget the bangle, chain and ring. Similarly, so that is why you have to develop, Gurudev used to say, you have to develop the drishti of a goldsmith. <laughs> goldsmith. Goldsmith doesn't see any sentiments. You may have sentiments, this is a wedding ring. This is that thing, this thing and all that. There is no... He used to demonstrate so beautifully. <laughs> so this man was a, a rich man's son, then afterwards that rich man went into bankruptcy, then he died also. That son was left because son, only son, he was spoiled. <laughs> he is used to spending money. He has no money now. So household things, everything what was there, he sold. Finally, in the puja room, there was some, the Ram Parivar, you know, Ram, Lakshma, Sita, Anwarji was there. It was made in gold. So he thought, this is one thing I can sell, get some money. So first he took Anwarji, sorry Anwarji, I have to sell you. <laughs> he took to the goldsmith. Goldsmith wanted, he rubbed it. There is no sentiments for it. Rubbed it on that stone. He looked at, oh, it's not bad. So then he banged. <laughs> yes. Inside is wax, right? You have to remove that. So he's very good. Ramanji, don't bang. Ah, this gold point. <laughs> then he took Lakshmana. Sorry. I have to take you. 
same thing happened. Then he got some money, then he's a spendthrift. When the moment money gets in the hand, he forgets. That also finished. Then he had to look at Sitaji. Mataji, I have to take you. <laughs> he took Mataji also. Same thing happened. Then he got the same amount of money. Then last he took Ramchandaji. Ramchandaji, when he took the same thing he did, then when he got the same money, he said, what? What are you doing? He says, Bhagavan Ramchandaji, you should give me more money. <laughs> he bargained with him. He said, no, <laughs> for a goldsmith it is all same. <laughs> Rama, Lakshmana, or the Sitaji or Anumanji, he looks at the weight of the gold, <laughs> nothing else. The same way, a Vedantins, I should be only on the gold that is Turiya, Bhagavan. Ekatma Pratyasaram. Just say I am. Don't say further. <laughs> I am. Stop that. The moment you add anything is a problem. Prabhanjo Vashamam. Prabhanjaha means the three universes obtaining in the first three padas, waking, dream, deep sleep. Stula prapancha, sushtra prapancha, karana prapancha. So these are the prapanchas. Prapancha means you know, that which is pancha pancha is called prapancha. So in this world, pancha bhutas, pancha jnanendriyas, pancha karmendriyas, pancha pranaha, Everything is Panchapanchaha, so Prapanchaha. So Stula Prapancha, Sushtra Prapancha, Karna Prapancha. Now in the fourth Pada, the Upanishad says Prapanchopashamam. Free from the three world. Upashamam means free from. Consciousness is ever without the universe. Ever free from matter. <coughs> It is not associated with the material world. What is the example given in Gita also? Yathakashasthito dityam vayusarvatrako mahan. So, Akasha. See, Bhagavan compares Paramatma with Akasha, space. Even though Vayu is born of Akasha, but whatever happened to Vayu is not affecting the Akasha. Hurricane, tornado, <laughs> all those things. Doesn't affect the space. So the same way, even though the creation has come of Paramatma, all these three Padas, Prabancha, Stula, Sushma, Karana, Prabanchas are there, but it doesn't affect him. <laughs> Ever free from matter, ever free from the universe. It is not associated with the material world. <laughs> now Kaudavad Jairya is going to write a full chapter on this word Prapanchopashama. How important, that means very important is this word Prapanchopashama. Second chapter is that. By saying Prapanchopashamam, the Upanishad is pointing out that the consciousness is without the universe. That means what? There is no universe at all. Easily said than done, right? <laughs> and this statement is negating the three padas. What is the significance for this world negation? To understand this, we should remember two important laws. First law is anything that is existent cannot be negated. Why? Because it is existent. Sat chet na padhyeta. If it is sat, it cannot be negated. Second law, what is non-existent need not be negated. Why? It is already non-existent. 
and therefore it is Shivam, means Ananda Sarupam. Positively Ananda. Saha Atma, the real Atma, the real meaning of the I is this Turiyam. Sabitneyaha. You better know this. <laughs> In life, this is only one worth knowing. <laughs> Now, Gautamadacharya writes a kariga on this. Now, that will give you more insight into this. Okay, let's see. Let's pass. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Hare Hare Om Shri Guru Thank you for taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode. Hari Om.